Welcome to Thunder Nerds. I'm Brian Hinton. I'm Janelle Pizarro. And I'm Frederick Philip Von Weiss. And thank you for consuming the Thunder Nerds. A conversation with the people behind the technology. That love what they do. And do tech good. <laughs> hey guys, we're doing tech good here at ViewConf US 2019. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Yeah. Nineteen, Tampa, Florida. Where it is in the Strauss Performing Arts Center. Wow, we're Ooh. here and we're uh, doing some uh, talking to some guests. Who are we speaking with? Uh, we're speaking with Natalia uh, Tipuhina. Tipuhina. Oh, oh my gosh, I got it right the first oh. one. Oh. Uh. Welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> what? Oh no, what happened? what happened? No, 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 it's, it's all fine. Just continue. <laughs> Too much energy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I missed something. So, hey, tell, tell us, our audience, a little bit about you and what you do. Okay. My name is Natalia Tiopluhina, <laughs> and I'm a senior front-end engineer at GitLab. Uh -huh. I'm a global developer expert in web technologies, and also I'm a Vue community partner, which I'm really proud of. And community partner means I'm listed on the Vue team page. It's like in the community partners, obviously. Because I'm also a part of Vue Vixens. If oh, awesome. Yeah. Love Vue Vixens. Yeah. And because I write some Vue documentation. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, we're going to have Jen on the show later today. Yeah. 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 So that's we have some Vue Vixens here. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, uh, and we're also going to be talking to uh, Michelle, too. Oh, yeah. that's great. Yeah. So uh, what, what is your, did you already speak already? Yes. Yeah, so, so what did you talk about? My talk was about desktop applications with Vue. Oh, okay. Do you mind going into that a little bit? Sure. It's like I'm here to speak about desktop applications, so it's fine. No worries. I mean, at the conference. So let's let's speak about desktop apps. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, in fact, we have few options to build a desktop application with Vue. We have three main libraries: it's Electron and WGS and Google. Uh -huh. And it's really interesting because. First two of them are similar. You can build stuff with HTML, CSS, and JavaScript and make it that desktop app. And second is different, and uh, third, sorry, is different because you're building stuff with custom components and they're specific for every operating system, so for every platform. Mm -hmm. And that's why application is really small because it doesn't have Chromium where don't reuse it. And there is a fourth option. It's just revealed because um, like two weeks ago, Chrome 73 was released, yeah. and it brought a support of desktop PWA. Yeah, you nailed it. Yeah. On Mac OS. Previously, it was supported only for Windows and Linux. And right now, you can simply build a progressive web application. You can load it to Chrome browser, then click Install it, and it's installed to a desktop. Just a oh, simple desktop yeah. app. And it's so... So native. It's yes, really and nice. it's so small. So you have an Electron application. It's like 120 megabytes from nowhere. That's amazing. Just yeah. because it has Chromium. Yeah, yeah. And if you try to save your application, like if it's very simple, I had like 500 something kilobytes. Kilobytes, not megabytes. <laughs> it's like it's small. It's almost native small. And isn't the main advantage of that too is that you can easily adapt it for mobile as installing yeah. it on your mobile phone. Yeah. So it works on all platforms. Yeah. It's web. It's mobile and it's desktop. Ooh. So, Boom. <laughs> yeah, and you, you're able to do it if you know only JavaScript. Like no C sharp, no Objective C, no Python. 
just JavaScript. What got you excited to um, do this talk? I was very excited to give this talk, you know, <laughs> especially about PWA. So previously it was about only three options, like, and then Chrome released, and I was like, yes, <laughs> just in time, <laughs> just in time. Did you delete all your other slides? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Change the title. It, it wouldn't be fair because I applied to the conference with like yeah. test and apps, like not, not PWA. <laughs> so it was good. Oh, well, that's exciting. Well, um, when, how was your um, process to, you know, um, give a proposal for a talk? Oh, it's great question, actually, because usually I find a topic when I already have some work on it. So for desktop applications, I wrote through articles explaining every yeah. option in details. And then like, why not speak about it? It's interesting. Maybe people are not going to build a desktop applications right, right now, but it's nice to give them an option. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so like I had it through articles like, yeah, let's apply, like let's create a CFP about it. So usually I have a topic already figured out in my head. That makes sense. And, and where can we find those uh, those articles? Do you have like a like a little shout out to the names of those articles that we can? Maybe oh, okay. <laughs> they're very simple. It's like building desktop applications with Vue, and then it's like Electron and WGS and Vudo, and they are all on Dev2. So if you go to Dev2 Vue Vixens, because we have our group there, so there are all articles. I listed them. That's awesome. They're really easy to find if you try to type like view electron. My article, I think, will be on the first page of Google. Oh, that's, that's cool. incredible. I, I didn't try to make it happen. It just, just happened. Yeah. <laughs> You're just a view superstar. No big deal, right? No, no, no. I'm not a celebrity. Stop, stop it. <laughs> oh, how modest. <laughs> so what are some of the things that people might not um, just think about when uh, they're they're like thinking about the subject, like what are, what are some of the uh, like hidden gems of your talk, if you will? <laughs> they're not really hidden gems. <laughs> I'm sure there's some here and there. No, 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 no. I'm usually like very straightforward about my talks. Okay. What is like the coolest thing that I guess that uh, you kind of uh, presented at your talk? PWA. Definitely that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, I'm just a big fan of PWAs on mobile. Because it's, it's, it's just awesome. And for desktop, I was like complaining about not supporting macOS really like, you know, for a long time. They presented PWAs yeah. like, I think before Christmas for Windows and Linux. Yeah. Like, why not Mac? <laughs> and they like, when they released Chrome 70, they're like, oh, okay. So probably Electron got a die. Maybe we should uh, go into that, like for the people that don't know what that is. Or PWAs. Yeah. Oh, so PWAs are progressive web applications. And in a nutshell, it's an application, web application that, that you can use as native app on mobile and now on desktop. The main things about them, they have manifest. Manifest.json is a file that defines how your application is going to look on different platforms, like icons, colors, themes, everything and a service worker, which is which cares about cache your stuff. So you can use your application even when you're offline. That's awesome. Yeah, so if you have a look at Twitter, mm -hmm. like Twitter PWA, not Twitter native application, it actually does this. So when you load your, the application, Twitter PWA, you can see the header, it's already cached, Twitter cached it. But even if you can, cannot load new content, sometimes when your content is cached, you can see old content. 
like when it was loaded, okay, you're opening your Twitter. There are some tweets, they're old, you're trying to refresh the page, like it's not working, like no internet connection, sorry, but you still can see an old content because it's cached. So it was it, it was a job for service worker. So this both combined give you a progressive web app and it should be served over HTTPS. It's like requirement. So PWAs actually changed a lot, I think, the market of mobile applications. Because you can imagine, like, a website for conference. Every time I need to check Skiddle, because I want to know, like, what next talk do we have? I need to reach to the website. Like, again, they doing everything. It's so easier just to install it to my desktop and open it. So it's a great thing. Mm. Yeah, more native feel, really, and you feel like you're opening an app instead of you know, opening just, a browser and everything. Yeah, like, go somewhere. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm a big, we uh, should uh, mention it's on Chrome OS as well. I'm a big Chrome OS lover. Oh. Um, and it's such a nice thing because you can install the app and it's like another native application or, and it, you can't tell the difference. And it's the same on, yeah, on Windows. It's the same on, and Windows, actually, the Windows Store supports PWAs as in the App Store, which is... Yeah. Cool. That's amazing. Yeah. And also, yeah. they save your traffic because I'm here in the United States, so my 3G internet is like pretty expensive. Oh, and yeah. when you have yeah. WA, you are not loading all the content. Mm -hmm. So if it's a skill for the conference, you just open it and it's cached. It's here. Yeah, you're ready. Oh, that's amazing. That's really great for, uh, especially like people who don't have really great internet connection, yeah. which is another point of accessibility, right? Uh, yeah, and it's like yeah, absolutely. It's, Big part of the world. Like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Most of the world does not have as much, you know, internet access as you know exactly. a lot of people. So that's really cool um, to be able to to have that in mind with a PWA for sure. Yeah, because you can go just to your local. If you don't have broad internet access, it's fast. Like a lot of countries still are limited. Even in the U.S., a lot of the areas yeah. here are three G or less. And and a ton. You, yeah, and then if you can just go to the coffee shop or go home and use your Wi-Fi and download, that's you know, true. that's or that's really in, you know makes it a much richer experience. Um, one thing I like to know is a little bit of behind the scenes of how of how you built your talk and the time it took to build your talk and the work that goes into actually doing that because a lot I think a lot of people come to these you know conferences and don't realize that. It could have some, some people I've heard do it in like a week and they cram, cram together, but on a whole, I think it takes a lot of time to really flesh yes, out the idea. True. Could you give a kind of like a look? And so, value? when you have an idea, you need first of all, first of all, I'm doing like a lot of slides. So, I'm just opening the keynote and creating one more and one more and one more slide for every thought I have. Mm. It's like it's what just giving a talk in my head and like writing it down. And of course, it's like 100 something slides usually. Right after this, you need to go through the slides a couple of times, and it's reducing work. So, okay, okay, this one should probably be grouped. This is like not fitting nicely. Like no design at this moment. No design. It's like white background and black text. On it. Yeah, all the ideas out on there. Yes, exactly. And when you are going through these slides, sometimes you have new ideas and you are just putting them down. Sometimes you just like okay this won't work it's like it's it doesn't click it's just probably it need to be removed so removing slides and at some moment you have like okay this is good this is this feels like a story 
because your talk should be a story. You're telling a story to people. Okay, this is fine. Now we can add some nice design, like starting, because also I really love them themed talks. Mm. I didn't have a theme mm. for my talk this time, but usually I prefer to have some. Like we had Rahul, who had these nice minions on his slide. It's so nice. It's like great. <laughs> Absolutely awesome. So like my previous talk about CLI plugins was themed with, I named it like how to train your view CLI plugin. And it was themed with how to train, train your dragon. dragon. Oh, awesome. Yes, yeah. I had my friend, she made a really nice pictures of dragons. Oh, that's, so oh that's cool. And I placed them. So people were really excited about it. Oh, <laughs> this is good. Cool. Absolutely. So then you need to apply some design to fit your talk. After this, it's a time for rehearsals, and it's so painful <laughs> because you need to record yourself and listen to yourself. And majority of people don't like their own voices when no. it's recorded. You know, I this hate way. my voice. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, you have to hear it. Yeah, we are too. It's yeah, like, we hate Brian's voice. Sad but true. And you're listening to this, and at first they're totally pissed off, like, "Oh my god, what this?" But when you can listen to yourself. You know what you should fix. Like sometimes it's a pace, sometimes it's a tone, sometimes some jokes that don't really sound nicely. What? <laughs> Me? Never. Never. Okay. <laughs> and at this point, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. This was, this was rude. <laughs> so then, when you are just listening to yourself, you're also learning your talk and the thing is like you should try not to learn it by heart because if it's learned by heart it will sound like a robot mm, yeah standing on stage and like repeating the same and the same words and it's it's just not fun not organic it's like you're never not even an actor you're just a robot like repeating the same stuff so try not to remember it by heart but mm. remember the main thesis and i never use speaker notes mm. I never use speaker notes because when you're actually giving a talk, if you have notes, you just tend to look at them like, yeah. like I don't remember. <laughs> I can look at them again. And you shouldn't look at your notes. You should look at people because you're giving a talk for them. But they're staring at you. Yeah, they're staring at me. Like, Isn't it fun? Hello, I see you. No. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah, it seems like a really long process it too. Is. Um, usually How it takes yeah. usually it takes around at least one month. Mm. Oh, wow! Have you given this talk before? I gave it, but it was really shorter, and I changed like seventy percent of it. Oh, okay. I was speaking about it in wow. Amsterdam, and it's interesting because also it all depends on audience. <clears throat> so in Europe, people are not that interested in desktop applications. In the United States, it's different. Really? Yes. And I can say from comments to my articles that if I was given this talk in Asia, in Korea, for example, it would be taken even better because they're obsessed with desktop applications. Well, uh, well what is, sure. do, you, do you understand what the why of that is at all? I'm, I don't know reasons that the thing is like, mm. I learned this only after I gave this talk and got a feedback. That's awesome. It's oh, so interesting. It's like um, an anthropological way of looking at, at your talk. It's really cool. It's sad because I love desktop. <laughs> well, I'll move over there. I guess I can't move to you. <laughs> yeah, you're up then, yeah. yeah. It's colder there. I know. <laughs> Shiny for you. 
<laughs> well, that's Northern great. China. Thank you so much for being able to talk with us about this. This is super oh. cool. Yeah. And how uh, how can people find out more about you? What's your what's your website? What's your Twitter handle? Oh, you know, it's like it's it's a really painful question because I'm a front-end developer and I'm supposed to have my own website. But it always happens like you're developing a lot of websites, but you never develop one for yourself. Yeah, yeah. I understand that. Yeah. It's like it, I will do it. Maybe just next time when I have some spare time, I don't know. Yeah. I probably I even bought a domain. What's the domain? I was thinking about taking my name with dev, dot dev. Yeah. But for some reason, it was even more expensive than dot dot com. So and I dot are expensive. Yeah. Yeah. So I decided with, to go with like nataliaplukina.com. It's bought. <laughs> maybe one maybe, day. You'll get done. I mean, you spent like a month working on a talk and you keep doing that. I feel like that's more beneficial than you just having a website. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes You're I think. brilliant. How? Oh, thank you. Sometimes I think maybe just put some, you know, placeholder content there, but it's not good. You're a front-end developer. You should have some fancy design and there, there, all that stuff. There, there's so many people that we see that just put up their name yeah. and that's it. That's cool, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I could do that. There's, yeah. a, there's a saying <laughs> called uh, the, the, sh the cobbler's children have no shoes uh, because, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. like he, yeah, he makes shoes all day and he doesn't make shoes for his family so or I for himself. <laughs> so this domain is only redirecting people to my GitHub. <laughs> yeah, that's, that counts. I mean, that's, that's a good idea, yeah. It's your website, yeah, makes sense. Mm -hmm. like, why not? And usually I'm the most active on Twitter, like tweeting everything, about, especially about Vue, because I'm a big fan of Vue, so it's like, it's all about Vue and development. Yes, and Oh my god, I just realized I have a redirection to GitHub and I'm working for GitLab. This sucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I don't know. I still look at GitLab as being like for business and GitHub being for open source. It, I still have that distinction. I, I, I don't know yeah, I the same. if GitLab will ever solve that. I mean, GitHub seems more of like a community oriented. Yeah, like social seems network. Like, yeah, exactly. You're following people, starting mm -hmm. repositories, yeah. and it yeah. works. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. So I think they can forgive you, and they should, because you're. Yeah, like I can imagine it. my boss watching this interview. Like, okay, what? What? I think it's fine. Actually, I don't know why people assume that if you like one thing, you should hate another. Like, if yeah. you love Vue, you should hate React. Like, why? Yeah. Why? It yeah. should be diversified. They're both cool. Yeah. In different cool. ways, like same for GitHub and GitLab. They're both cool in different ways. Yeah. I would agree. Well, what's your Twitter handle? It's like my name. So it's just N, and then we have underscore, and my search term set, N to Pluchina. Well, I'm nothing, include it in the show. Nothing so. fancy, like yeah. My GitHub is the same. Nifty. Yeah. Great. Well, thank you so much yes, for joining you. us. Really oh, appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, our pleasure. Fantastic. Yeah. Yay. Thanks, Thank everybody. We got some more coming up. Stay tuned. Thanks for consuming the Thunder Nerds. We honestly and sincerely appreciate you watching and or listening to the show. Please subscribe on YouTube and iTunes. Write us a review, 
kick a few stars our way. And above all else, please remember to send your favorite book suggestions to Brian Hinton. I, I like romance novels. They have happy endings. I should have known the Terrator didn't mean us any harm when the Sword of Omens didn't obey me. And anyway, it was just plain stupid to assume it might be bad. Just what the <laughs> fuck am I talking about?